This is a Mortarbox Media Podcast. For more podcasts and to learn how we can help you create your own, visit mortarboxmedia.com. And welcome once again to Chill Filtered, the podcast where we drink whiskey so you don't have to, but you probably should. On today's show, we're drinking something from Ardbeg, and I'm not even going to attempt to say what it is. I'll let Cole do that in a little bit. But before we get to all that, let's get down to just a little bit of business. Thank you so much for tuning in today. If you would, please hit the subscribe button while you're there. Leave us a rating and a review on iTunes or Apple Podcasts app. Ratings help people find the show. Reviews help us know what you like, maybe what you'd like to see different on the show. And if you want to play a bigger part in what we do here at Chill Filtered, you can go to patreon.com slash chillfiltered. That is the business. Here is the podcast. Cole, my friend, how is the move going and how are you? Uh, yeah, the move went really well. Yesterday we, uh, we officially you know moved everything in. We're recording on a Sunday this week. And, um, yeah, it was great. I actually had like a decent amount of friends show up, which was like super, like, I guess like uplifting and encouraging. I was like, oh man, even more people than I sent a text or that responded to my text showed up. So that was kind of cool. Um, Very cool. but moved in, uh, moved out today. We actually went back to the apartment and just cleaned everything out and said goodbye, but it was a good goodbye. Cause we got better, much better stuff. So, um, yeah, yeah. I'm loving the place. Go. So, yeah. Sorry. No, I wasn't. I just said, yeah, I was agreeing. That was cool. Oh, for sure. Yeah. And then, um, yeah, we like set up the beds, set up everything. It's pretty much mostly unpacked. There's only a few things more that would probably need to be, um, you know, just uh, unpacked and just set up. Um, you know, the kitchen takes a little bit to, um, you know, like get going um, in terms of like uh, organizational wise. And so, yeah, we're super excited. I'm I'm already starting to plan for the smoker in the backyard uh, and stuff like that. And then, um, but otherwise, I'm doing pretty well. Um, work was, it was a long week, um, but got through it. I don't know. Like, you know, those weeks where you're just like, I don't know why. Like, I'm, I'm typically a pretty distracted guy, so I'm trying to, uh, I always try to like, just focus. And I'm like, come on, focus, focus, focus. And, um, and it wasn't anything in particular. I just think there was a lot on my mind with the move and stuff. Right. Um, Obviously. Yeah. Um, but I, I love being like super productive at work. And when I am not at that level, I just kind of like, it's not like I beat myself up. It's just, it's not as, not as good to me when I'm just like focusing, working to focus instead of focusing to work. Oh, I like that. I'm going to run, write that down. But yeah, okay. that's that's kind of what's going on. I'm looking forward to this episode. I was uh, talking to uh, one of our Patreon uh, supporters, actually, Miles um, Ferguson, who uh, this is one of his favorite bottles ever. Um, and he thinks he was he texted me yesterday. He's like, I'm sad you're going to waste a waste a great bottle of Isla Scotch on uh, on Adam this week. <laughs> <laughs> and I was like, he might like it, but I doubt you will. But you never know. You just never know. Yeah. But yeah, yeah. How are you doing? Uh, I'm good. I, I'll make one comment. You know, you said you got the bed all set up, which that's the most important thing to get set up. You know what I'm talking <laughs> you know about. You know what I'm doing. <laughs> all right. <laughs> all um, right. 
<laughs> uh, I'm good. No, I uh, I'm doing real well. I uh, I took off work this past Friday, so I've had an extra long weekend, and that was like I just really needed it. I don't know why. I just and I I didn't even do anything. I I planned to do some stuff, and then I woke up Friday and I was like, you know what? I am not going to do jack shit today, and it it was actually really great and oh, that's awesome. exactly what I needed. Um, and then uh, uh, Saturday um, was uh, Madison puts on Freak Fest every year, so last oh, night it sure. was Freak Fest. Um, uh, a friend of mine and his wife and me and Ashley, we all went to um to we went to go see the uh, we went to see Joker, the new movie. Yeah. Um. I wasn't uh, super blown away. Like everything I've read is, has either been like super negative or like super amazing, and it was just kind of like middle of the road for me. So I, yeah, I don't know. I I kind of wish that I would have waited to see it not in theaters. To be honest with you, yeah. Um, but then Freak Fest was last night, and uh, I wanted to go down and and shoot some video to just have some like B roll of like Crazy Madison, but it started yeah. pouring rain, so I didn't oh, end right. up doing that. But uh, no, life is good. Uh, you know, it, we're, like you said, we're recording on a Sunday. The Packers are playing today. We're playing the Chiefs, and hopefully Jeez. that uh, goes well. Um, and then the other thing that is going really well in my life and should be going well in your life, but you're a slacker, uh, is you know why the the Daily Chaser. And yes, I do know why. I do understand. Uh, but for for new listeners or anybody who hasn't heard yet, we started doing a daily episode of the podcast uh, that is pretty different than this main show, main episodes. Um, but we do it over on our Patreon page. It's patreon.com slash chillfiltered. You can find that link in the show notes. But if you're at the $5 tier or more, so Patreon, you can you can support your favorite things monthly. So we have pledges who are at a dollar. We have pledges who are at $3, $5, $10 a month. Um, so if you're at the $5 a month or more, you get access to our Daily Chaser episodes where it's just me or it's just Cole talking about something going on in our lives. It's really just kind of a check-in to be able to say like, hey, here's what's going on and here's what we're thinking about. And uh, just on Friday, we we wrapped up our second week of that. And uh, we do it every weekday that the main show doesn't come out. So main show comes out on Monday. So Tuesday through Friday, we put out a daily chaser episode. And Cole has yet to do one, even though I have heard from several people who have said, when is Cole going to be on? So, But we do know, Cole, that you've been busy, you've been moving and all that good stuff. So there's a little For bit sure. of forgiveness. But I do expect something this week. I'm going to tell you okay. a hard line here. I expect no, no, something. that. I'll, uh, Good. Yeah, I, I hope to even. Um, my goal is to record two this week. Yeah, I hope. I hope you do. Um, I, I'll tell you, Cole, that I have thoroughly enjoyed it more than I thought that I would. Really? Um, it's kind of just been interesting to record. It, I, I'm almost treating it as like a journal where I'm recording something every day for the most part. 
and kind of documenting my life at this point. Because I do, I do talk about random topics, but I also talk about like what happened this week or what happened during the day and things like that. But yeah. uh, besides that, I am talking about things that I find interesting and, and other things. So it, it has been – it makes me want to just start an audio journal outside of podcasting yeah. to be able to keep and like keep records of my life. But I don't know. I've, I've really, really enjoyed it, and I – I do think that you will enjoy it in a different way than I do, but I do think you will enjoy it. That's cool. So there's this new Android feature uh, that came out with like the announcement of the Pixel 4, and, I'm, and there's a point to this, I promise. Um, but one of the coolest uh, features they showed for like updates of, and I don't think it's just the Pixel 4, I think it's like all the updated Android phones, um, you can do audio notes and it live transcribes, which isn't that big a deal because a lot of places or a lot of things do that now. But one of the coolest things is that you can search your audio notes and say like how oh, many you know awesome. what are the notes that mention the word whiskey in it. And I think that's super cool to me. Yeah, actually the um the iTunes Apple Podcast app, um it uh it now has the ability you can you can open that app and just search a word and it will find really? podcast episodes with that word in it. Like, not in the title, like, in the audio. Correct. Oh, that's super cool. It's cool, but, yeah. but it's also it's also kind of scary because it it's, uh, it's a signal of the times, you know? Like, our devices are always listening, so there are advertisers who pay these companies to be able to, you know, they'll say, well, we want to know any time that the word broom is said so that we know how to market our brooms, you know? Hey, so, guess what though? Oh, go ahead. Well, it's just it's just kind of, it's kind of scary. It's a little big brothery, but you know, I'll, I'll get over it. I don't mind that kind of stuff. Plus, if we say smoking bikini babes, then we'll probably get more hits. So, smoking <laughs> oh bikini gosh. babes, uh, boobies. <laughs> <laughs> we just got a ton more hits. I uh, I have something a little personal to share. Speaking of boobies, Please? no, it's it has nothing to do with that. Um, <laughs> I. I am. Uh, I don't know why I'm bringing this up. I just. I just had to stand up at my recording desk here and adjust my microphone. Mm-hmm. I am having intense uh, lower back pain Ooh. and my my left hip, and it's kind of going into my nuts. If if that uh, if I can say that, <laughs> is it like this dull uh, I feel- like punched in the nuts feel? Yeah, yeah. And Ooh. every now and then it's really sharp and it's really bad when I sit down. And so oh, I don't tough. know what's going on, but uh it feels better if I stand up. So I am and it's been going on for like 3 days. I don't know. Um so you know, I got my new piano and I've been spending a lot of time sitting at my desk playing the piano and I'm mm-hmm. sitting in a new position that I'm used to. So I'm thinking it might be that and I've just like pinched a nerve, but yeah. it's just it's not going away and I'm freaking dying so you know what's really good for uh that kind of pain isla scotch (laughs) oh good speaking of isla scotch cole in the intro our listeners heard me say that we're going to be drinking an ardbeg scotch but i i said i'm not even going to attempt to say the name so why don't you tell us real quick what are we drinking today uh we are drinking ardbeg corvrecken it's named after a really cool um Whirlpool, it, just in the uh, Scottish Western Island portion. Um, and do you want me to kind of like uh, give it the full uh, rundown or like the good intro? 
You need, or did you, you just need want to another get, name? This is, this is the pre-break intro of what we're drinking. Perfect. So yeah, Ardbeg, Korvrecken, used to be, used to be like only, only given to their like, uh, specialist people, uh, Ardbeg's, uh, committee basically. Uh, and we'll get to that in a little bit, but this one is uh, very peaty, uh, as it is an Isla scotch, which is known for Great. the peated process. And, uh, it is a no age statement and, and it's a guess that it's like, uh, you know, more age than most. Uh, but Ardbeg is definitely my favorite uh, Isla distillery. In, in fact, it might be even my favorite Scotch distillery. So that's why I'm really looking forward to this. And uh, I also, one more thing I wanted to add is that Miles Ferguson, I know you're drinking this with us. So I appreciate you uh, sharing a, a little glass with us. So that's Absolutely. Ardbeg Supernova pre-break um, uh, rundown. Uh, I just want you to know, Cole, I don't know if you realize this, but you just said Ardbeg Supernova. Oh, did I? When did I say that? Crap. Yeah. Uh, right at the end, you said Ardbeg Supernova. Well, not um, that. It's okay. I have that, but it's not the, that. It's the Ardbeg Cori Reckon? Corv, Corv Reckon? Yeah, just think Corv and then Reckon. All right. Well, that's what we're drinking today. And uh, you feel good about our little BS time here? I do. I feel great. Good because we're we're uh, already going over our normal little ten minute fifteen minute thing here. All oh. right, so uh, we're going to be drinking that today on Chill Filtered, and as always, we'll have a good Whiskey World news uh, segment. But before all that, let's just take a really quick break. All right, back from break here on Chill Filtered. And as you heard Cole say before the break, today we're drinking Ardbeg Core of Reckon. And uh, I got to be honest, normally this is the point where I say, and I'm really looking forward to this whiskey. I'm not looking forward to this whiskey. <laughs> uh, I already have it poured. And I can tell you right off the bat, all I smell is Sharpie markers. Cole, what can you tell us about this whiskey? <laughs> All right, so Ardbeg Corvreg, and we're going to talk about uh, Ardbeg slash Isla, uh, the realm in uh, Scotland. But first of all, yeah, Ardbeg is a Isla distillery. Uh, Isla is an island off the western coast of Scotland. It's basically like directly above Northern Ireland. And apparently, I just found this out today, the population of Isla is like about 3,000 people. So that's it. It's a pretty big island. It's like I want to say around 250 square miles, so it's not like enormous, but it is pretty big for 3,000 people. Uh, When I think of Isla, I imagine this like salty mist of the ocean in the morning and men with like pretty big beards, uh, proud of making good whiskey. You know, I've never been to Isla, let alone Scotland, um, but it seems legit, you know, when you you actually taste this kind of whiskey, it kind of puts it all together for you. But on the uh, island of Isla, there is Ardbeg, in terms of distilleries, there's Ardbeg, there's Lagavulin, Lafroig, Bowmore, Brukladi, Kol Ila, Bunahaven, and Ardnaho, which is actually a really recent um, startup distillery over there. And then there's Kilcoman. Uh, those are like the, the big, or pretty much the only distilleries on Isla. Uh, and they're all known for their peat. Um and I'm not even going to talk about the peated process. We probably mentioned that on enough. Um, well, enough just of give our... a casual, give a give a casual, you know, thirty second rundown. Yeah. So so peated. The process is you have malted barley, 
And there's ways that you can, and multi barley means like the seeds start to grow, but you want to cut it off. You don't want to let it grow anymore. So you got to heat up the seeds. And there are two ways you can heat it up for the most part, uh, old school wise. There is charcoal uh, oven heating, and then there's peated oven heating. Now, peat is not a clean burn. It's a very dirty burn uh, in terms of it's moss. It's like dried moss. And so when it makes this smoky, um, you know, fire, it all sticks to the grain and that shows up actually in the actual scotch. So that's pretty much what peated process means in a nutshell. Um, but yeah, they, uh, Ardbeg's been producing whiskey since 1798, uh, commercially since 1815, which is pretty cool. It goes way back. It's owned by Louis Vuitton Moet Hennessy. Uh, so like a French company, uh, and I believe they own, uh, what's it called? Glen Morangi as well. And before they bought out Glen Morangi, and I might be, I'm almost positive they bought out Glen Morangi. Um, and, but before they bought out Glen Morangi, Glen Morangi bought out Ardbeg. Um, and so, and actually they made a huge difference in, um, kind of the marketing of Ardbeg and like the putting out really cool releases that they did. Apparently Glen Morangi was a big, um, movement behind that whole thing so i thought that was pretty cool um they're not really known for their age statements uh as a distillery though their tenure is definitely their most prevalent whiskey you'll find on the shelf um very dark bottles you'll see that's kind of an ardbeg standard you'll see these very dark green bottles um they also do committee releases which is which are like releases that were intended just for the ardbeg committee and that's basically, I mean, to put it simply, it's a group of like signed up Ardbeg fans. Uh, on the Ardbeg website, there was a quote that said, uh, no matter how near or far, our members share a common purpose to celebrate the reawakening of Ardbeg, spread the word and dispense drams to those deprived of knowledge of this untamed spirit, unquote. Um, you, you can basically join online the Ardbeg committee and you could be a part of a 120,000 and and continually growing group. Uh, we've had actually a committee release on the podcast, and that was the Ardbeg Supernova SN 2015 release. And uh, Ardbeg is definitely in my. I think I mentioned it earlier. It's my favorite Isla Scotch distillery, and I wouldn't even. I would hesitate just a little bit to say it's my favorite Scotch distillery because I think it is. I'm trying to see if I can outdo it, but so far I haven't. So. Um, concerning this bottle though, um, Corvreckin, that's spelled C-O-R-R-Y-V-R-E-C-K-A-N. So it's like Cory V. Reckon. It's kind of cool. Um, it was named after this whirlpool that's, uh, just a few islands up to the Northeast from Isla, Isla. And, uh, it's kind of between two of the islands there. And it's really cool. Actually, if you like look up videos on YouTube, you can see this like swirling, like, like crazy whirlpool. It looks like you're going to get like sucked in. It's kind of cool. Um, people like, like sail or, or drive boats on it. Like very, it's very risky. Like you can, you can capsize your boat in that area. It's pretty cool. Like people are do it as a challenge to go through the Gulf of Corvrecken. Um, but anyway, the bottle also on the label has a really cool swirly design uh, where it said it's almost like the name of Core of Reckon is being sucked into a whirlpool, um, which is kind of cool. Uh, used to, this actually used to be a community release. Um, it used to only go to the committee members and kind of be a special release for them. And uh, but now it's not so limited, but it's not also like easy to find on shelves. Um, but you can find it maybe at like Total Wine. You'll be able to find it typically. 
um, but you might not find it at your lower end uh, liquor stores at all, or even your mid you know tier liquor stores. Uh, Ardbeg says that this bottle is part of their ultimate range, which is of three bottles. They're ten year old. Um, they're Ugadal, which I'm not even going to spell it out because it won't even make sense to spell it. But it is pronounced Ugadal. And then there's the Corvrecken. Uh, Ardbeg doesn't give much about this bottle, like in terms of details of age or, or cask type. They're known for their bourbon casks and their sherry casks as a distillery. Uh, and even one they did, I forget what it was called, but they did a one that was like a heavily charred bourbon or American oak barrel, uh, newly newly charred. It wasn't even used at bourbon at all before. Um, this one is a single malt, though. They're, they're not afraid to say that on the label. Uh, and if we remember... Uh, to be a single malt scotch, the scotch has to be distilled at you know one single distillery, and it actually has to use a pot still distillation as opposed to like a, um, a column still, um, and it needs to be made of uh, malted barley mash, uh, and as with you know any scotch whiskey, uh, it needs to be distilled and aged in Scotland, um, but the single malt of course still applies for that. So uh, it needs to be at least three years and one day at old. So that's kind of cool. It's kind of between like the uh, the straight bourbon and like the um what is it the bottled and bond like straight bourbon needs to be two years bottled and bond needs to be four years well this is right between the two plus one uh total wine price on the uh core of reckon is 85.99 and that's typically what i've seen it at is kind of between that 80 and 100 range um and uh yeah i really like this bottle this is actually my the most trustworthy um, I mean, outside of the Supernova, which is probably my favorite, Isla, this is probably my second favorite. So I'm really looking forward to sipping this one. It's been a little bit since I've had it. So, well, that'll be fun. Indeed. Uh, that's all your uh, your history, right? Yeah, yeah, that's it. Oh, great! I can't wait to taste this. Here we go. <laughs> there we go. Ooh, so plunky. You know, I've been I've been smelling it as uh I don't know as we've been doing this, as you've been talking. And yes, I get that typical doctor's office and that uh sharpie smell that I talked about. But there is there is something there that I like. You know, I do like I've said this before, I like that doctor's office smell. I, I mm. do like that medical kind of smell there but i also uh there's some chocolatiness there yeah i can see that for sure this one this one's pretty sweet i think it might be outdone we had bowmore 15 um probably within our first 20 episodes that was that was pretty sweet for anila this one's also pretty sweet in comparison to some of the other ones we've had yeah Oh, I had a thought before, after we taste, I wanted to bring up something about, um, what was it? Um, uh, what is his name? Uh, who was that singer you met last week? Ben Volt. Yeah. Why did I forget that? Yeah. But don't, I gotta, you gotta remind me if I don't remember to bring it up. It was pretty funny. Why, why after we taste, it has something to do with this or what? I didn't want to like completely interrupt the tasting process. No, I think, I think we should interrupt it. You've, you've already done it. So <laughs> yeah, you're right. You're right. So it's funny when we were talking last week about Ben Folds, you know, you were like uh, telling all your stories of like how you try to meet him and stuff. And, um, and I listened to the episode this week and I'm like, man, 
Adam sounds pretty stocky <laughs> and or like stalkery. <laughs> and uh, and then uh, my friend John Montero, who listens, he's like, um, he's like, yeah, Adam seems uh, a lot like a stalker. <laughs> and I was like, you know, I didn't think so at first, and then I listened. So you know, was I fun... I was I don't remember exactly what I said on the episode, but there was a time. Did I did I talk about finding his home phone number? No, you did not. Oh yeah. See, this is great. the difference between a stalker and a and a mega fan who's good at googling. I found <laughs> his home phone number once, but never called uh-huh. it. Um I I am a very good googler and uh yeah, so yeah, I found are. his home phone number and uh I just I never called him. Um but I have plenty of times when he's been in town done things that are kind of stalkery. So I I accept that. I'm, I'm fine taking that criticism. Is there, is there anyone else you've like, uh, gotten to that level with? No, absolutely not. That's cool. That's cool. I, uh, I, there are, there are musicians that whenever they're in town, I send them a tweet about trying to get them on a podcast or something, but he is the only one who I have uh, <laughs> I have gone to his social media to see where he's posted in town and been like, okay, yeah. I'm going there. So that's cool. You know, I'm not as big as a fan as I was ten years ago. Especially like as in high school, I was just like, uh, the, the first time I met him, I I had to stop myself from crying. Um, <laughs> yeah, I mean that's how big of a fan I I was. Um. But now, like I didn't even like when I met him this time. I didn't even ask for a picture with him. I I just talked to him. I just was, yeah. you know, you know. I got an autograph, um, and it's only the second autograph I've gotten from him. But uh-huh. I, I wasn't I wasn't like freaking out. I was just like, oh hey man, could you just sign this for me? That'd be great. And then you know had a little bit a little chat with him, and it was uh, you know it was cool. So yeah, I accept That's that cool. stalkery thing, and and listeners just. Do you, you know what? Uh, so real quick, yeah. This has nothing to do with Ben Folds or anyone famous, but this does have to do with being a stalker. Um, <laughs> this is a weird thing I used to do. Um, I used to ride. My friend and I used to drive around town, and we would just pick a car and follow oh, them no. for as long as was comfortable, and we would keep notes in a notebook about everything we noticed about them. <laughs> Oh, wow. No, I've done that when I was like in high school. Like you would just be like, all right, I'm bored. I'm just going to follow this guy home. And, uh, and then, but I never wrote notes. That's a, that's a, that's another level. Yeah. We were weird. Anyway, back to the whiskey. Um, any more notes on the nose? Yeah. What I'm getting on the nose is, um, okay. This is going to sound funny, but it's like a pear, but as if it were grilled, like grilled pear, like kind of a smoke. That is a great note. Thank you. Yeah, that because that peating. I think the so I think to 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 dissect that note, mm-hmm. you are smelling a pear, but you're also smelling that smoky peatiness. So that's why it's mm-hmm. that grilled note. But I think if you separate it, you could just go, oh, it smells smoky, and it also smells like a pear. Mm-hmm. The old. Oh, one, you've already punch. had something to drink here. Yep, that's right. Um, <laughs> it's crazy about the the palate on this one. And and more so the mouthfeel, uh, when you um, take a little sip, it almost feels like the peat is like part of the mouthfeel. It's very like um, tingly, 
uh, on this one on my tongue. Um, and it's like, hey, I'm here and I'm still smoky. It's actually more smoky on the palate than it is on the nose, which 100%. isn't always and the it's, case. And it's more smoky on the finish than it is on the palate. Yeah. I, yeah. yeah, there's definitely some, there's definitely strong peat in the palate. I mean, on the finish, rather. Um, um, like, it's it's just, I mean, it's still in, in the rest. I mean, there's this after lingering um, taste in my mouth that is, um, I would say, is still smoky, but also really uh, chocolatey, uh, but more peaty than anything. Like, it's, it's definitely peaty, but sweet and milk chocolatey, not dark chocolatey. And latex, like a doctor's glove. Yeah, I mean the first the I, I forgot to mention what you were talking. Um, the first note I got from um, the nose was a little burned plastic uh, at first, right at first. Yeah, but then it kind of faded. I can understand just a, that. Yeah, you know, I part of it too. Uh, I taste a lot of oak in this, mm. like like burnt oak. So you know, ch- a charred barrel. But yeah. I'll tell you, Cole. I am a I'm a few beers in today. Just so you know. Uh-huh. So I think that's affecting me. But I mm-hmm. really enjoy this. Yeah. What? Like, like I am, I am really into this right now. Miles Ferguson proved wrong. Hmm. Well, proved wrong with a you know a few beers in my system. Hey, I'll take it. I personally will take it. I'm excited that you have you didn't hate an Isla Scotch today. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, one well, other thing I wanted to mention you you mentioned yeah. the um, the charred barrel kind of feel to it. It's actually cool that this is a very light colored and Ardbeg typically is a very light colored whiskey, which means usually means um, it is a ex bourbon cask. Or a um, maybe a ex sherry cask, but sherry normally brings out red color. So usually that lightish color might be that ex bourbon cask, but that would probably yeah. not mean it's a new charred cask. So but I, I um I don't know, man. I like this. I uh, I have like like actual like flakes of wood in my glass right now. Do you? That's kind of cool. Yeah. Um. I don't know. I don't have anything else to say. I did put a drop of water in it, though. Me too. Yeah, and the nose with a little bit of water um, brought out a little more fruitiness. A uh, little less peat on the nose, a little more fruitiness, yeah. Uh, for me, it just really mellowed everything out. Mm-hmm. But didn't really add a new note. It's just everything is just kind of like, ooh, let's lay back and relax. Yeah. And I can't say enough about this uh, mouthfeel. Um, it is tingly for me. I don't know about you. Is it tingly? No. No, really? it's, it's it got a little burn, but otherwise it's pretty mellow. Yeah. Maybe it's the beers. <laughs> mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I, uh, I enjoy it. It's still as good. Um, I still like the potency of um, of the neat pour a little more. Right. Yeah, I will say the neat pour was better. Um, it it uh, had more flavor, neat. Um, yeah. Every flavor is still there. It's just not as accessible. 
Mm-hmm. Yeah. I, uh, so you I added a ice, cube, huh? Yeah, I added a cube, and I think the ice is actually going to really make it a lot more summery drinkable. Like, um, you know, fresh summer day, mowing the grass kind of feel in terms of an Isla Scotch. So I'm about to find well, out. For me, on the nose with that cube in there, it has really taken away that doctor's office uh, note and really brought out the chocolatiness of it. Mm-hmm. But I haven't yeah. tasted it yet. What do you think of the taste there? Uh, I haven't sipped it yet, but the nose, I, I'm getting a lot more pear and a lot less smokiness, a lot a lot less of that charred you know, pear as opposed to the pear. I, uh, so hold on. Don't sip yet. Don't sip yet. Okay. I was just about to. Um, hold on. Let me, let me cleanse my palate here. With some PBR. Yeah. So I, I just sipped with the cube in there and let me take one more sip before you do, because I want to be sure before I say this. Okay. So I'm intrigued. If you take a sip and just hold it in your mouth for a while, it's it's very, 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 very sweet and fruity. Yeah. But the second that I swallowed, that finish comes in and it's very bitter. Huh. So I'm cur- I'm curious I wanna I'm curious if you're gonna get that or not. Yeah, I'm about to sip now. But overall I, I am enjoying this. I'm enjoying it. With the cube, it's the least enjoyment that I've had with it. Mm-hmm. But what do you think? Do you get that sweetness, then straight to bitterness? So when I when I just held it, you know, on my tongue for a while, I think you're right. Like it wasn't even smoky. I don't know if you had smokiness, but it was very sweet and almost like non-existent peat. Uh, but then when right. I did swallow, it got a little bitter, and the peat showed up. Um, and yeah, so I agree with that. And I actually, like, I wonder, I, I wish I could go back and, you know, do the neat pour and find out if that would work that same way. But it's super fruity uh, when you just kind of hold it in there a little bit. Yeah. Um, I am ready to give a rating on this unless you have anything else to say. I too am ready to give a rating. Okay, so I, um, Man, so I, I I'm just kind of go over, going over everything so far, and as I'm sitting here, I will say that the overall finish of have, having tasted this several different ways, mm-hmm. um, or a few different ways, um, overall the finish, the taste in my mouth right now is unpleasant, mm-hmm. and so I'm trying really hard to not let that affect my overall score of it. Mm-hmm. This is not in my top three uh, scale range, I, um, but I did enjoy it, and I and I I think even if I hadn't had a, a few beers beforehand, that I would still really enjoy this. Yeah. Um. Uh, I'm gonna give it a five point five. Okay. And by top uh, three, I, you meant like seven to ten. Right, exactly. I mean, like, yeah, you know, my I do one to three, three to or four to six, and then seven to ten. Um, yeah. So, you know, it's it's about, it's just a little over half, you know, halfway between. Um, it's good. I, I, I do really, really like it. Um, 
And I I should say I I feel like five point five people are gonna hear that and they're gonna think it's a low score. Mm-hmm. I don't mean it that way. I mean it as positively as I can. I was expecting to not like this at all. I was expecting to give it a two or so. So mm-hmm. for me, a five point five to the six range, it's it's great. Yeah. So if if you were to warm someone up to Isla Scotch, would you start here? I don't know because I I don't remember enough of any other Isla that I've had to to mm-hmm. say that I would start them somewhere else. So, yeah, um, sure. you know, if somebody if this was like offered to somebody around me who had never had an Isla, I'd be like, oh yeah, you should you should try that. It's good. But yeah. I don't know if it's what I personally would say. Yes, start with this. Yeah, and I think it might be a while before you have an Isla Scotch on your shelf. Um, if I, if I'm not wrong in saying, I don't. I honestly, I don't think I ever will. Yeah, yeah, which is cool. Um, uh, I would give this one. I'd give it low eight range, and I feel like that's been my um, scores for the past few episodes. But you know, it definitely yeah. applies. I definitely think it's not worth a nine, but I I don't think it's worth any in the seven range. Um, but I'll give it an eight point. Three, yeah, just straight that. Yeah, I think I think this is one of the the widest margins for us uh, as yeah. far as the in between. Uh, mm-hmm. I do I do know that like we've had we have had a wider a wider one before, but um, yeah. recently this is probably the the biggest difference for us. So for sure, I agree. Yeah, yeah. What was the uh, one we had recently that we like both hated? I don't remember. Uh, it was a new one. These all kind oh, of run the, together for it me. It was the Tattersall. Yes. I, so I hated is a very strong word. Yeah. Uh, yeah I yeah. for sure didn't like it. Yeah. Um, so, yeah. But, yeah, you're right. That is the one that we both recently were just like, no, well, I'll pass on this every time. Yeah, for sure. That's great. Um, so, Cole... Uh, what did you say you gave this? Like an eight point something? Eight point three. Yeah. Uh, so I said like five point five to the six range. Cole is eight point three. Uh, mm. so that is the Ardbeg. Uh, Corvrecken. What's the word? Corvrecken. <laughs> yeah, I'm never gonna remember that. Um. <laughs> so Cole, I know that uh, we've had some trouble with the courier recently. I am. I'm gonna try my best this week to get the courier to stop by so that I can, I can send you the stuff that you need. So we're going to, I know we did this the last time and and we screwed it up and we were just the worst, but tentatively, I think we're going to do, Oh, you know what? Never mind. but I am going to send you some stuff soon, but actually next Monday's show is going to be me and uh, a local distiller Nice. Owner from here, so uh, you won't actually need be needed to be on the episode at all, unfortunately. Ooh. So nice, and I don't know. Uh, we 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 may do a typical uh, chill filtered episode where we just choose a whiskey and review it with him. Um, mm. I need to talk to him because. So the distillery is called uh, State Line Distillery. They're based out of Madison. They mm. don't currently have whiskey uh for uh sale but they do have whiskey that's aging 
And yeah. I'm going to see if maybe he is willing to give us a preview of what that I've tasted the, the whiskey that's aging from them several times, actually. He is cool. We're, we're friends. So every now and then when I stop by, he's like, Hey, taste the difference now. Um, so we'll see if he's willing to do that. If he's not, we'll pick a whiskey off my shelf. It may be something we've already had. Preferably, mm. it'll be something we haven't had yet. Um, yeah. It may just be um, us drinking some whiskey and kind of shooting the shit and doing an interview about like what it's like to be a distiller and everything that goes into that. But that's going to be next week. His name is John Malezova. I'm really excited to have him on. He's He's a really interesting guy. So that's what we're doing next week. Look mm. forward to that. Cole, anything else that you want to talk about with this Ardbeg? No, no. I think uh, we covered it very well. Perfect. That means it's time for Whiskey World News. That's right. Whiskey World News is a part of this show where we take an article that we find online, where we read it to you, we tell you where we got it, we we uh, you know credit the author and everybody involved, and then we discuss it. Today's article is coming from thewhiskeywash.com. And Cole, who do you think wrote this article? Probably Nino Marchetti. It's Nino Marchetti. The title of the article is Actor Nick Offerman Finally Gets His Own... Is it... Lagavulin, is that how you say Lagavulin. it? Lagavulin, yeah. Yeah, Scotch whiskey. So, nice. again, whiskeywash.com, actor Nick Offerman finally gets his own Lagavulin Scotch whiskey by Nino Marchetti. Uh, Cole, are you a Parks and Rec fan at all? I watched the first season. Yeah. And that's it. Oh, okay. But I like well, Nick Offerman. Yeah, Nick Offerman's character is Ron Swanson, and he's a big fan of scotch throughout the show. And also just Nick Offerman is a fan of scotch. A lot of Mm -hmm. uh, Ron Swanson's uh, character building came from just uh, Nick. So here's the article from thewhiskeywash.com. Actor, comedian, and scotch whiskey enthusiast Nick Offerman has, since 2014, become something of an offbeat spokesperson for the Lagavulin Scotch single malt whiskey brand since his famous character Ron Swanson on Parks and Rec first showed an affinity for it. He's gone on since then to do ongoing digital content for Lagavulin, including his pretty famous Yule Log video, which for listeners and Cole, if you don't know, is him sitting in front of a fire in a fireplace drinking scotch for about 45 minutes. Nice. Now, in a further deepening of his partnership, Offerman has his very own bottling to brag about. The new Lagavulin Offerman edition, aged 11 years, according to those behind it, is the product of an authentic collaboration between Nick Offerman and Lagavulin distillery manager Colin Gordon. Offerman helped to handpick the liquid as well as the bottle packaging, and the latter of which boasts his portrait, signature, and personal quote, I have traveled the world and sampled many attempts at pleasing nectars, but it is solely this distillation of Isla, a tiny, charismatic, uh, a tiny charismatic Scottish isle that has claimed my palate. Yeah, <laughs> and my heart into the bargain. As it stands now, plans... Wait, what does this mean? As it stands now, plans call for this scotch to be a limited edition off- offering, 
bottled at 46% ABV and priced around 75 per 750 milliliter bottle. You'll find mm-hmm. some official tasting notes below for your consideration. It's a really quick article. I'm not going to give any tasting notes. Um, so, you know, you just said that uh, it'll be a while uh, before I have any Isla Scotch on my shelf. I said I don't think I ever will, but I should correct myself because I'm a big fan of Nick Offerman, and uh-huh. I think that I would like this on my shelf. Cole, you know, you and I have talked a lot about celebrity whiskeys, um, but I do think this is a little different because it's not a celebrity going, hey, this is Nick Offerman whiskey. This yeah. is a celebrity going, hey, I love this stuff. I love yeah. this distillery. And I am willing to sign off on this particular bottling and saying this is the best of what you can get from there. So I do think it's a little different. What do you think? No, I agree. I think I think the, the, the origin of this scotch wasn't so much, let's put our name on a whiskey. It's almost like Lagavulin asks Nick Offerman, like, hey. You want to do something together? You want to like build this, you know, new, you know, label together? And it sounds more, it sounds more uh, genuine to me, um, as opposed to like, not that like I don't love, you know, Metallica or anything like that with their, you know, but it seemed like almost they're like, let's make money from this on both sides. When I feel like right. the Nick Offerman stuff is like, no, let's just do something because apparently, from what I heard, uh, Nick Offerman used. Uh, like said on Parks and Rec, he's like, my favorite scotch is Lagavulin. You know, it's smoky. It's awesome. Right. And Lagavulin literally sent him like a case or two. Um, just right. j- like didn't even, they didn't even know, he didn't even know it was coming. And he's like, they're like, thank you for, you know, giving us a little exposure, um, which is kind of cool. So I feel like it's a, it's a, a partnership here as opposed to like a um, money-making scheme. Yeah, I was just going to say, this is not a cash grab. This yeah. is like, this is like uh, this feels more like like we're gonna honor you while you honor us, uh, yeah. kind of thing, and uh, I'm into that. I think that's cool. Even if I don't like the juice that's in there, um, I I would love to have it on my shelf uh, as just kind of I love I love Ron Swanson. I love Nick Offerman, and yeah. uh, so I would love to have it. Um, anyway, that's gonna be. That's Whiskey World news for today. It's, it was going to be a quick one always. Uh, we're right at the 45 minutes here, Cole, uh, mm-hmm. maybe a little bit over. Is there anything else you need to say on this episode? No. Looking forward to seeing you guys in two weeks. Yes, that's right. We won't see you next week. Again, it's going to be me and a guy named John Melezeva as we talk whiskey and, and everything about being a distiller of whiskey in the Midwest and particularly Wisconsin. And Cole, I think that you told me that you might have something lined up with a distiller there in Arizona. Yeah, there's a uh, distiller out here that I'm trying to work out a time where I can get him and his uh, like co- um, founders together and doing it, one of those. So I might even be able to get that in the next few weeks. I don't know if we'll, listeners, we probably won't do two in a row like that, but I'll probably record soon so that we can get it in the future. Right. That would be great. And again, I know we talked about this before, but I really love that this, in the second year of Chill Filtered, we're trying new things. We're releasing different episodes that, other than just straight whiskey reviews. Um, we're doing interviews and just, just more interesting things. Not, not that what we do here is not interesting, but we're just we're trying different stuff, and I think that's important. If you, listener, are out there and you're trying different things or you're, you, you've been doing one thing, 
go for it and try something different. If you've had an idea to be like, hey, I'm I want to like change this kind of, I don't know, Cole. I think uh, it's it's good to try new things based on the thing that you're currently doing. I don't know if that for was sure. a jumbled mess or not, but no, it makes sense. Uh, all right, Cole. Um, well, I love you. And uh, I'm so glad that you got moved into that new place. It's very exciting that you're in a house now. Give Heather yeah. my best. I hope that you guys make this house a home. I hope that you make a whole recording studio for yourself. But most of all, I hope, Cole, and listeners, that our love of spirits lifted yours. Mm-hmm.